Welcome everyone to the very first episode of Tzion Minute. The goal of this podcast is to highlight the centrality of Eretz Yisrael, the Yiddishkeit. Also want to show how it relates practically to the current period of history that we're in. So for this first podcast, we're going to start with a vart. It's in this week's Parsha. Um, Parsha's Lech Lecha. Hashem introduces himself to Avram Avinu. He says... Basically, Hashem tells Avram Avinu to go to Eretz Yisrael, and I'm going to make you a great nation there. Okay, this is Hashem appearing to Avram Avinu in Parshas Lech Lecha. Similar story happens when Hashem first appears to Yitzchak Avinu. Let's jump ahead a little bit. The Parshas told us. Hashem says, um, Hashem. He says, Shchain ba'aretz asher oimar elecha, gur ba'aretz azois, hilcha ulazarecha etin es kol ha'artzois ha'el. Stay in this land. I'm going to uh, give you Eretz Yisrael, and I'm going to make you a great nation, like I promised Avraham Avinu. And the same thing repeats itself in Parshas Vayetze with Hashem's introduction to Yaakov Avinu. He says. Um, everyone knows the story. Yaakov Avinu fell asleep. He went to sleep. He woke up. And, and so he, Hashem, Hashem appears to him in a dream and, and he says to him, um, that the land that you are sleeping on, right here, I'm giving you Eretz Israel. And also, in Parashat Shmois, um, again, this is an introduction, but this, this time it's Moshe Rabbeinu. And Hashem meets him in the Midbar. And Hashem tells him, I see the pain that Klai Yisrael is going through. I'm going to take them out to Eretz Yisrael. So now the obvious question is, as we just saw, we just read, in our parasha, parashas Lech Lecha, parashas Toldos with Yitzchak, parashas Vayetze with Yaakov Avinu, and, and parashas Shemois with Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem keeps on t- telling them, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, Zarecha, Am Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael. Why is Hashem focusing so much on Eretz Yisrael? Hashem should say, I'm going to give you the Torah. I'm going to give you Shabbos. I'm going to give you Yontif. Um, why is Hashem saying that I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael? What's the Pshah? Why, why is that the focus over here? Now, two points, two uh, pointers that, that, are, that make this question even more compelling. There's two parts to these stories that we just mentioned that need to be noticed. First of all, Hashem is talking to the founding fathers over here. This is not somewhere down the road. Yeah, a founding father, a CEO, is very important because like in, in a company, you have people in all different departments. The CEO is the founder. He has the vision. He sees the big picture. He knows what the company is, really. Okay? So pay attention. Hashem is talking to the founding fathers, literally. Whatever he says must be very foundational for what Amishrael is going to be. And second of all, this is not some conversation down the line. This is Hashem's intro. If you look at the Pesukim, in Parshish Lech on this week's Parsha, this is the first time that's recorded, at least, that Hashem spoke, speaks to Avram Avinu. And the same thing in Parshish Vayetze, 
sorry, Parshas told us with Yitzchak Avinu. The Torah talks about the story, but it never mentions once that Hashem appeared to, to Yitzchak. Hashem appeared to Rivka with the children fighting, whatever, but never appears to Yitzchak. And now, he, when he, when he when the first time he appears to Yitzchak, this is what he says about Eretz Yisrael. And the same thing with Yaakov Avinu. This is the also the first time. And the same thing with Moshe Rabbeinu, also the first time. So that's very important because this is when you introduce yourself to someone, you talk about like really key elements about yourself, your background, where you're coming from, where you're going. Um, this is the Shalom Aleichem. This is hi. This is who I am. So again, we have the Shalom Aleichem of Hashem introducing himself. This is who I am, Hashem. To the founding fathers, right? They're the CEO. They, they have the vision. They, they, this, this is where it all starts. And what does Hashem say? Eretz Yisrael. What's the pshat? You should say Torah. Why is Eretz Yisrael? So the Torah says that you have to understand what the entity of Am Yisrael is. It's very important. It's foundational. The entity of Am Yisrael is to be a nation state, to be a country of people, not random people. Um, it's not meant. It, it's it's a special country and a special nation state because it's a nation state that's based on Torah and mitzvahs. Um, but it's not just a bunch of random people across the world that practice a certain religion. Um, it's not like you know you have you have you have Christians all over the world. You have Muslims all over the world. You have Hindus and Buddha, Buddha, Buddhists and, and 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 whatever. You have all sorts of groups and movements. All over the world, and some people do this, some people do that. You know, everyone has their own mishigas, what they're into. You know, um, that Amishol is not like, oh, we're into Torah mitzvahs. No, that's not what we. That's not what, what we are as a people. We are a nation state. We're a country. Okay, it's hard to get used to this idea. It's, it, it, we're, we're, we've been out of this mind frame for two thousand years, so we, we sort of forgot. But the entity, the Aleph, is an understanding who we are as an entity. Is we are a nation state, like. The Russians are in Russia. The Chinese are in China. The Mexicans are supposed to be in Mexico. And the Chahina V'chadoyme, every country, that's who they are. And when they're not there, it's like, oh, Nebuch, like, it must have fallen apart. It's not, like, must be not working out so well for the Ukrainians or for whoever, you know, that's where they're not where they really come from. Um, you know, because that, that's how you look at them. You look at them as a people, as, as a nation state. And Amisro really is also a nation state. Okay, so, fine. We got the point across. Um, but what's the point? What's the goal? Why does Hashem want a nation? Okay, so we understand. Hashem says, Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, Yaakov, you guys are making Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be a nation state. Why? Why is that so important? Okay, so L'chari the Pshad is that Hashem originally created the world that everyone should be makir him. Hashem wanted the world for everyone. Really, meaning universalism. Universalism, meaning the whole world is supposed to be makir Hashem and enjoy Hashem's world. And, 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 and sort of like have Torah mitzvahs. The entire world is supposed to have Torah mitzvahs. Um, last week's parasha, parasha's noyach, that was failure number one. Okay? Miserable failure. Almost the entire world is just doesn't get it. And only noyach is saved, and he goes into a teva. And that's the end of chapter one. Okay? Chapter two, after the mabel. You would think that uh, now they got it, right? They got a mobble. The whole world got wiped out. Now they should have understood what, what, what uh, Hashem wants from the world. No, they didn't. They didn't understand again. End of Parshas Noyach. Um, they, they all entered the Avodah Zarah and this and that. And then finally Avram Avinu comes along 
and um, he understands what the world is all about. He looks up at the sky, and he sees that this world must have a creator, it must have an owner, and uh, this owner must love us. He took the time to create this life for us and share it with, with us, share this universe. He, he created this little corner of the universe for us, his guests, um, to enjoy with him. And uh, Ramavino realizes that. He understands it. He gets it. Grada, on the side, we should mention, this is why Avramavino is the biggest machnas archim, because he understood that Hashem is the biggest machnas arach, and he's emulating Hashem. Okay, so anyways, Hashem says to Avramavino, wow, you got it. I want you. You're the one. You're going to spread the message. Chapter one, Darhamabal failed. Chapter two, Daraflaga failed. You got it. I want you to spread the message to the world. And the whole world will emulate you. But there's a problem. Everyone who knows influencer marketing, you have to have followers. If you are a lone sheep, you're not going to make much of an influence. So that's in like, you know, regular business marketing. Now, what Hashem really wanted here was the world stage. Hashem wants an influencer on the world stage. Um, in order to be an influencer on the world stage, you have to be on the map, literally on the map. Every country... Uh, you know, it's, of course, you know, within the country, the subcultures and this and that, but there's, at the end of the day, there's a national character that uh, every country has. It, it, it's, it's, it's laws, it's, it's culture, it's people. And by being a country with, with, with this group of people that they are, they hold a seat at the table, okay? And that, that's what you need to be, to be any influencer, influencer on the world stage. If, whether you're a good influencer, a bad influencer, a big influencer, a small influencer, you only start, the olive phase is when you're a people and you're a country. So you need, basically what, what we can call that as a geopolitical player. Okay, that's the ABCs of world influence. Um, so Hashem is basically telling Avram Avinu, now you're a little Avram, but I'm going to scale you into a great nation whose influence reaches far and wide. But it's more than that. Hashem wants Klaishol to be a superpower. Pasuk says, Right? And that means literally, you're going to be the greatest nation. But why would Avram Avinu care to be the greatest nation? That's not what he was about. Um, but Hashem knows how it works and at the end of the day the largest or most powerful countries hold the greatest influence right we just talked about Instagram followers and whatever followers the more followers you have the greater you are the more powerful you are the more influence you have so that's how it works historically the Babylonians then the Greeks then the Romans and their cultures were also exported wholesale to the world um, skip a thousand years the Russians and then there's the British Empire. Think about it. They took over the whole world. And they're pretty much a small little thing right now. And then comes the United States of America. And um, they were or are, whatever, how you look at it, the most powerful nation. And talking about exporting culture and stuff, like English, everywhere you go in the world, you're going to hear English and the, the dollar is valued. So basically, the kits are... Uh, great nations, great cultures have great influence. That's, 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 Hashem's goal for Am Yisrael was to create a country that was going to be in the embodiment of Ramavinu, but it has to be a country and it has to be a great superpower country. So it's a great influencer and it's going to be the embodiment of, of Ramavinu. It's going to have the Torah with it and um, like this, the whole world, the, the, basically, Klai will be this wholesale exporter of Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Echad. And the whole world will hear, will hear that and get that and that would bring that was the goal. Now we understand the goal for Am Yisrael in history. Um, after Ramavinu got it, 
Hashem said, I'm going to scale you up to be not on your individual level, to be on a great superpower geopolitical level. You're going to be that great uh, influencer for the whole world. Just for the record, this actually happened. Shleimah HaMelech becomes the Melech. And if you look in the Navi, the nations and rulers from far and wide came to bask in his wisdom. They wanted it. They, they, they were like, wow, everyone heard about Eretz Yisrael, Shleimah HaMelech. They all heard about it, and they all came. And just for the record, we can also stick in over here. Um, now you understand why Shleimah HaMelech made a mistake and married Bas Paroi, because that was like the Abraham Accords of you know, 3,000 years ago. That, uh, that, that's how they made peace summits. Like they, uh, they did international weddings. And his goal was to, to take Eretz Yisrael and bridge it to the whole world because he understood what Eretz Yisrael was about. Now, it was a mistake because that marrying Baspari was usser, so he couldn't do that. But that was his idea. Anyway, so just to recap over here, the core charter mission of Am Yisrael, of Eretz Yisrael, is creating the first Torah-based country, great beacon of light um, that will illuminate the world. So coming back to our original question, now we understand this will answer everything. Why does Hashem say to Avraham Avinu, Yitzchak Avinu, Yaakov Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm going to give you Eretz Yisrael? Why does he say that? Because they already were, they were good. Okay? They didn't even need the Torah, so to speak. They, they were Torah. They already understood it on their own. Um, Hashem's point to them was, whatever you are, I'm going to take you and take that to geopolitical superpower level. And that's why he tells them I'm giving you Eretz Yisrael. And that's why Eretz Yisrael is so foundational, a core mission statement of being part of Am Yisrael. Thank you for listening.